Okay, let's begin. So I had a, the reason why we got together tonight is a little bit of a post sukkis gathering together, and then afterwards I heard and I saw on the Ish Kodesh that he says that the end of the Torah and Nevada, those amongst us who are proficient in Sifri Kabbalah and Chasidus, this is an obvious point, that the end of the Torah is connected, Isa B'sfarim HaKadoshim says the Yitzchadosh, Hasmichas Le'enei Ko Yisrael Embracious. I, I never knew of such a, a thing. I am uh, new to this uh, world, we'll call it. But uh, there's a Simichas, there's a connection between the end of the Torah and the beginning of the Torah. So, Baruch Shekivanti, that we are mechaving to uh, put the two together. So, now that I see it inside, just, uh, you know, on the night of Simchas Torah, for those who uh, remember, I, I, I shared a thought, and only hit me afterwards what I said. It's like a little bit of an interesting thing. Um, I said over, I don't remember who I said it from, and I, Ben, I asked you afterwards if you knew who the person was, you told me you didn't. It was someone, uh, Ramosha Mikarteva or something, I don't remember the name. It wasn't Me'ar and Mikarlin. It was, it was someone that said over that from Shavasar Betamos, it was Kedai from Shavasar Betamos, the three weeks, Tishabov, Elo, all of Slichas and Shefer and Ladavad Hashem and Rosh Hashanah and Aseris Meichuva and Yom Kippur and the whole of Sukkis and Shmini Aseris is all Kedai for what? For a Jew to get up on Simchas Torah and to say, Ata Reis Ladaski Hashem Olekim. And if you think about that line, and I thought about it afterwards, it's, it's a shtickle startling, how you have, I thought afterwards, you know, where were we on Shavasar B'Tamas? Then I, thought, then I thought of the gathering we had in the Shtibol, pre Tishabov, and then I thought of moving in, getting together with the Chavra, and having the first real Shabbos together, and having the whole of Elul, and when you put the whole thing into perspective, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So to take Sukkot with us is what we like to try to do. To take that incredible Zaman Simchasenu, to take that euphoric high of coming to that point of Atta Reisel Adas, that we actually are one. We realize, as we said, you dance round and round the circle, there's no beginning, there's no end. It's also, my father told me afterwards, every, everyone is equidistant to the center. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful idea. But how do we take that with us? Because what happens after Sukkot? After Sukkot, we sort of, you know, we, we fall, you know. Hopefully not literally, but we go from Sukkot having every other day an Erev Yantif and Erev Shabbos, every other day a Yantif, getting together and davening and singing and learning to a regular week, to a regular week. So the question is, how do we connect the Le'inei Kol Yisrael with the Barashas? So we'll begin with the words of the Ishkadesh. He wrote this in um, 1942. It's also, I, I never realized this in the Sefer. He tells you the year he wrote it because he was in the ghetto for three or four years. And it gives you a little bit of perspective. This was his final year in the ghetto, the Pizetz and the Rebbe. And it gives you a bit of a perspective of where he was holding. And he's talking to his Hasidim. And they're in a very, very dark and difficult time. And he says over here that what's the point of Le'enei Ka Yisrael with the Barashas? What's Le'enei Ka Yisrael? So he says, it says at the end of the Torah, it talks about the chesed that Hashem did for us. How l'chol right? The final pasuk that we've all heard so many times. So what's the end of the Torah? The end of the Torah is the chesed that Hashem did for us in the Midbar. The wonderful miracles that He did for us. That's what we end. We end in a high note. And what does the Torah begin with? Torah begins with, Barashas, 
nothing in the beginning. The creation of the world. Okay, it took six days. Finally, man comes on the scene. Some of the first terrible averus that happened. The sins that we're suffering from until now. So the Yishkodesh says that what's the lesson over here? The lesson is to connect that even in the voracious, when the beginning, when you're starting something, when you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, when you can't understand how it's going to turn out good, when you can't fathom where is this going to be going, what direction is this going in? And in our own lives, we could go back and we could sometimes we could look at the beginning of a journey at the end of it. And we could say, at that beginning, did I see this ending? Did I fathom all the stops along the way? Of course not. So in the Bereshis, we connected to Lene Kol Yisrael. In the beginning of every event, whenever something is starting, we have to look back and say, let's not forget the Lene Kol Yisrael. Let's not forget the Chasadim that Hashem does along the way. And this is really a beautiful, it's almost like a psychological trick that allows us to keep on remembering the Chasadim that Hashem does for us. So then, when things get very difficult, when things get dark and gloomy and the darkness of winter, and we don't have the Yom Taivim, and at the end of, uh, what is it, Vayet, what, Rav Yassi, what's the line? Vayakov, uh, Vayetze Yaakov. Vayetze Yaakov. Yaakov Holich When we're going on the journey, in the whole Lach Lecha, in the whole leaving home, in the whole, we have to remember the Chesed of Hashem, and the more that we look back, the more we remember the Simchas Taira. More than you remember how many people thought of the beauty of the Sivchas Torah. We remember the beauty of our children's faces. To me, and many people made this comment, and uh, I, will, I will give a tremendous thank you to our benefactor that lent us the teeny little Torah that allowed the children. That, that smile, that is purity at its best. And to share a word that we said in the sukkah from the Briskarov, it sounds a little bit heavy, don't get nervous. The Briskarov are children jumping on a bed. And the Briskarov remarked, Ah, beautiful. And the guy next to him was like, Briskarov, you're supposed to be all like uptight. And like, get off the bed, you know. Say Shema. Like, what are you doing? And the Briskarov said, no, it's beautiful. And the Briskarov explained that the purity brings the joy. Why? And he said, because where does lack of joy come from? Lack of simcha comes from bad midas, comes from different issues that we have and we don't deal with them properly. If you have good midas and you know how to deal with your problems and you should always be happy. You should always have that zman simchasenu. So when we think back and as we begin at the beginning of the journey we have to keep in mind what we just went through. Keep in mind the, the avoida, the elul, the rosh hashanah, what, the long davening of Yom Kippur. Maybe a little bit longer than anticipated. But we made it through. We made it through. We made it through. We, everyone made it through. We remember the incredible joy of the sukkah, of feeling Hashem's embrace as we spoke about. We recall the shaking, the first lulav and esrog. It's the, the victory cry. And finally culminating with the Simchas Torah. So hopefully, as we begin the winter, we'll be able to take Leinei Kol Yisrael and connect it to the Barashas. So just one thought. One thought in the, this week's parsha is chock full of everything. Chock full of everything. Um, it's part of Kiddush, right? That Hashem rested from everything that He did. And this is really where all goodness, we're just gonna, we're gonna jump to the end. I had a thought of, of learning together Arachayim uh, with but it's a little bit lengthy, so we'll leave it. We'll just jump to the, we'll jump to the conclusion, which is um, a beautiful Chassam Sefer. The Chassam Sefer teaches us that Hashem Rashi says, we'll, we'll read the words of the Medrash inside. Rashi says, 
An interesting thing, let's think about this for a moment. We all know since we were kids, we have Lecha Mishnah. Why do we have Lecha Mishnah? Because of the Mun. What is the Mun? The Mun fell a double portion on Friday. So the, the Medrash teaches us, and quoted by Rashi on the Pasik, Rabbi Shmuel, Aimer, Berchu Baman, Vikitshu Baman. We are blessed with the Mun, and we are sanctified with the Mun. What does that mean? Berchu Baman, Shekol Yemaisa Shabbos, Hayyayid Aimer. Every day, we know, came one portion. Be'erev Shabbos, Shnei Aimer. So the Bracha of the Mun was that it came double on Friday. But now there's another Bracha, Vikidshu Baman. What's the Kiddush in the Mun? What's the sanctification? And this really brings, is going to bring to mind the first drasha that we share with the Elam on that faithful Friday night a few months ago. Says the Medrash that there's two things. There's a bracha, that a double man came on a Friday, and then there's a kiddish, a sanctification, that the man did not come on Shabbos. Says the Chassam Sefer, a beautiful line. And he says, and this is something which is kosha, is difficult, for simple people to understand, to be on this level. What's this level? The level that both blessing and abstinence goes hand in hand. The double man on a Friday, the lack of man on Shabbos, complement each other. The not working on a Shabbos brings to the Kedusha. The lack of work brings to a positive. It's not that the positive and the negative cancel each other out. The positive of the extra on the Friday, the negative of not having something, builds upon each other. What does that mean? And that's what the Chassam Sefer here explains. So the morale says very similar that this is what Shabbos is. What do we do on Shabbos? We do not do what most people would think we would do on a Shabbos. What should we do on the holiest day of the week? What should we do on the day of the week that the Zayar says gives Shefa and Bracha to all six days of creation? To the point that the Arachayim asks a question that we should all wonder that what happened before the first Shabbos? If Shabbos gives sustenance to all six days of creation, ask the Arachayim, so wait, before the first Shabbos, how does the world exist? There wasn't a Shabbos yet. Think about that again. Shabbos, we know, gives bracha to all six days of creation. So before that first Shabbos, how does the world exist? So says the Chassam Sefer, because God created the world. So God, on day one, put enough into the world to last for those six days. And he says a startling line, and if not for Shabbos, Hashem would have had to recreate the world, which is the Kedusha of Shabbos, which is the Kiddush that we make on Shabbos, which is the Shutfis, the partnership, says the, the Arachayim, when we become one with Shabbos, what happens when we make Kiddush? It says we become a Shutif with Hashem. Why do we become a partner with Hashem? Because by us sanctifying Shabbos, what happens right now? What happens right now is we're giving the charge to that battery to stick around for the next six days. Because if there was no Shabbos, there would be no weekday. And if there were no Jews accepting Shabbos, the Shabbos would not have the power to let the world exist for the next six days. So the fact, so what should we do on a Shabbos? We should do nothing. We should abstain. We should have Yom Kippur every Shabbos. So the answer is, of course, we know the exact opposite. That what's the next level? That's one level of Kedusha. But what's the next level? That's precious. But what's the next level? To take the mundane, this is Arachayim, Spells out beautifully. To take the mundane, and maybe we could uh, try to find one word, one line here that we can read with everyone. He says, 
This lowly world, Ella, what gives charge to this world? We would think it's the precious. We would think it's not doing anything. No. Shabbos doesn't just have Gashmias. Shabbos has supercharged Gashmias. Three Sudais. Lecha Mishnah. So where does all this come from? That is what gives the power to the whole league. And that is what the Chassam Seifer here beautifully explains, that that is Pshan of this Medrash. That you have the Vayichulu, the double mon on a Friday, and the lack of mon on a Shabbos complement each other. That comes out, Ki abracha hainu ribuy shefa that's what brings the Kedusha and the Precious Yachtov. And that's really what it's all about. And that is the ultimate goal. If anyone remembers, that is what we spoke about all the way back on that first Shabbos. We spoke about taking, well, what are we doing when we make Kiddush? We're stopping and we're recognizing that we don't have the parry working down our back. We don't have the incessant roller coaster of life. Anyone who's uh, together uh, learning the Silsi Sharam, we just had this this past week. I was a little bit behind, so I just got to it yesterday, but it really was a few days ago. The Misil Sharm explains that's what Zahirus is. Zahirus is, is to think about your actions. And he says, how do you do that? He says, there's only one, he says, there's three things that stop you from thinking about your actions. We're just going to hone in on one of them. He says, Brasilai Taira, Brasilai, excuse me, Yitahara, Brasilai Taira Tavlin. And he says, and he just plays it out. It's, it's such a, it's such a simple muscle. Sometimes Mishalom are like, convoluted and we're like where is he going with that this one's very simple he says if there's an illness that the person who created the illness and cue all the terrible COVID jokes the person that created the illness could come along and tell us what is the antidote for that illness then you'd have to be an idiot to not do that right literally we don't like using the word idiot but that's just foolish right if the person that created it says do this then that's what you do right so if Hashem created the Yitzhahara and Hashem said learn Torah so the answer is you have to learn Torah so the answer is that when you learn Torah what does it do and the Mesil Sharm explains beautifully this is something that I know many of us struggle with Google says do something else why it doesn't bring you straight to Torah anytime is that what happens but um it's one of those things that I think many of us struggle with. That what? How does it help? I'm learning Dafyemi uh, Ksubis. I'm learning Kini Misechter Makos. I'm learning uh, whatever anyone's learning. How does that help me fight my Yitahara to wake up on time for davening? The answer is because the more that you're learning every day, you're now connected. The more that you're connected, the more that you're plugged in, the more that you're back on keeping yourself on that right track. So. To conclude, that is what Shabbos is all about. Shabbos is the combination of the abstaining that we're not doing malacha, we're adding on extra sudais, we're adding on extra kedusha. The kedusha is coming from the gashmias. Of course, as we always talk about utilizing it in the right way, you know, we always say two people can eat the same bowl of chalant, one of them is getting a mitzvah, and one of them is the opposite. What's the difference? One said a word of Torah over it, and one said a word of lashar over it. Two people can be doing the exact same action. The same Gashmias. And the question is, are we elevating our Gashmias or not? Listen, many people to get to get, could get together, sit around the table, and have food on the table. And what would, it, what would that gathering be called? It would be called the Meshav Leitzim. 
what will be called, will be called, uh, uh, chilling and uh, whatever. Okay, maybe it's very productive for them. They need a time to be away from their home and have a warm bowl of chalent and nothing else. Or you could do the same thing. Yeah, it's important also. And then you learn a little Torah together and it elevates everything. So that's what Shabbos is. And Amir Tzashem, uh, the more that we understand and learn about Shabbos, the more we'll be able to be connected to Shabbos. And uh, I guess the bracha that we'll end with is as we began, like the Ishkadesh said, that we have to connect the Leine Kol Yisrael with the Breshis, is that we should hopefully, the same level of Simcha that we were at, that Atta Risa Ladas, that eight, that climax, that purity of that child's face when he picked up the Torah, that amazing euphoric feeling as you're dancing around and you realize this is what it's really all about, we feel to take that and utilize it throughout the winter, take it into the Bereshis, consistently and constantly remind ourselves of that which we've done, and that which that will give us the charge to keep on doing it through, we'll call it the long and, uh, the long and bitter winter. And Mir uh, Tashem will be able to slowly elevate our Shabbosim weekly, each and every week, which will ultimately, as the Zayar taught us, give the Kayach to the six days of the week. Shkoyach Evra.